All right, all right, all right. This is episode three of the Live Squared podcast. My name is Alfred Zayas. Thank you guys for being on the show today. If you're new to the show, you want to start off by encouraging you, you know, telling you thank you for being on and kind of giving you a backdrop on how this all got started. A few months ago, you know, my team and I made a decision that we wanted to start doing like a five, ten minute phone call, conference call in the morning just to kind of get our day off right. You know, and so we started with just a few people and it started to branch out. And then it got to a point where we're like, you know what, we want to turn this concept into something that we can start kind of reaching out to the community. And that's where we decided to turn it into a podcast and really kind of turn it into a movement. And that's what Live Squared is all about. It's about us walking out and living life to our full potential. It's about us tapping into the greatness that God's placed inside of us and really taking our lives to the next level in all aspects of our life, whether it be our fitness, whether it be our finances, our relationships. It's really living life to its full potential. We could have all the money in the world, guys, but if your health isn't right, you know, you're not going to be satisfied. And on the contrary, you may be, you may have an incredible body, but if your mo- if your money's not right, there's no fulfillment in that either. It's being able to have it all. And we truly believe that we could have it all, but it all starts with how we think. And that leads me to, to our next talk and this, this topic for the day. It's really about suspending our disbelief. Suspend your disbelief. And the reason why I think this topic is so important is because, you see, the only thing that's stopping you and I from really getting to where it is we want to go is the lack of belief that we have within ourselves. And it could be a lack of belief in yourself or it could be a lack of belief in other people. It could be a lack of belief in possibility, but it's a lack of belief. The only thing that's stopping us from having what we want and living the way we want to live is a lack of belief. And one of the things I love to do is I love thinking back from when I was a child because I think there's a gift in children that we lose as adults, and that gift is imagination. See, when God places us in this earth, He gives us imagination. We were gifted with that. We didn't have to learn that skill. That was given to us. See, but then what happens is we have imagination imagination as children, but what we lack is knowledge, right? And so then we go out into the world and we gain knowledge, but then we start to lose our imagination. And now we become realistic. But the challenge is, what is reality really all about at the end of the day? Reality really stems from other people's imaginations. If you really take a look at everything that we're seeing that wasn't created by God, Right? But if you look at the cars, if you look at the houses, if you look at this iPhone that I'm talking into, if you look at the computer, the laptops, everything was once a thought in someone's imagination, in someone's mind. And then they turned that, that, that thought, I apologize, they turned that thought into reality. And that is the gift of life is when we could take the imagination that God gave us, but then at the same time, the knowledge and the application to be able to turn those dreams into reality. That's when we start creating our lives. And so what happens is over time, 
you'll notice this. I look back into my own life. What happens is we start to kind of get stripped of our imagination and we start to now live life in terms of being realistic. If you notice what happens, especially when it comes to money, right? Like prior to us having an understanding about money, Right. Like I think about in my own life when I was living at home and my parents would take care of everything. I really didn't have to worry about money. My dreams were huge. I used to think about playing baseball in the major leagues. I used to think about living this luxurious lifestyle. I didn't know the concept of money. And so because I didn't know the concept of money, all I ever focused on was what I wanted. But then when I started to focus on money, I started to shrink. My goals and dreams started to decrease to equal the amount of income that I was earning as opposed to raising my income to equal my goals and dreams. And then I started to live, instead of focusing on what I wanted, I started to focus on what I could afford. And, my, and I started to disbelieve that the dreams and the gifts that God had given me were possible for me to walk them out. And I started to settle. And I think one of the greatest conditions, one of the, the, well, the biggest conditions that are happening to most Americans today is that we're settling. We're not living out our true potential because we've allowed too much disbelief to soak into our minds. And it goes back to the Bible verse that I talked about in the last episode, Romans 12:2, And I'll bring it up again. For those of you that didn't hear the last one, but it says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you could attest to my good and perfect will. And that's literally all it's about. How can I take my mind back where I could begin believing again, where I can really believe that life is for me, that I can achieve whatever it is that I desire? How is it that there are people in this country that make what you and I make in a year, they make it in a day, they make it in an hour, sometimes they make it in a minute, and we make it in a year. And what's the difference? Man, 80 to 85% of the wealth in this country was created from nothing. So it wasn't how we were brought up. It's really just how we think. And then the question is, okay, well, what are we doing to change the way we think? And it's all about belief. How can we raise our level of belief? And to me, I think the greatest thing that's helped me with raising my level of belief, other than reading books, because reading books is incredible, and having a coach, which I hired one as well, but visualization See, the mind does not understand the difference between a dream and reality. And I'm going to give you a perfect example of this, right? Most of the fear that we have is not because it's actually taking place in the very moment. Most of the fear we have is only because of an illusion that we have in our minds. I'll give you an example because I'm in the sales business. If I have somebody that's trying to make a phone call, Right. Prior to them making the phone call, they tend to get scared about the phone call. And so notice this. There's nothing to be afraid of because they haven't even made the call yet. But the fear is already creeping in their mind because in their head they have an image of how they don't want this phone call to go. And so because they visualized 
of something that they don't want, they're starting to feel what that feels like already prior to having it. And that feeling is what causes them to act a certain way. And now based on those actions, we produce a result. And that is literally how our minds work. Now look at the opposite. Let's say right now, close your eyes. Let's say right now you have a lottery ticket in your hands. And you're sitting right in front of the TV. And all of a sudden, the lottery ticket in your hand says it's 7, 20, 30, 40, and 45. And all of a sudden, you're looking at the TV and they call those exact numbers. And you just won a million dollars. How excited do you feel about that lottery ticket? How excited are you feeling right now when you take a look and you see that you just won a million dollars? How different does your life look? And I want you to consider this. The people that win the lottery, I guarantee you, they get excited way before they even have the money. That's how much certainty they have in their mind. That's the power of our minds. That we could produce a feeling in our bodies without even changing our circumstances. Nothing needs to change other than how we think. And that produces a feeling in our body. And that's the way to manifestation. The way to manifestation, it starts with a thought. The thought then creates a feeling. The feeling then causes us to act. And the action then produces a result. And so what happens is oftentimes we just want to act. We just want to act different. Oh, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to act this way. Well, yeah, you may do that for a small period of time. But eventually you just burn out. We can't pretend to be something we're not. We have to actually be something other than what we are. And that requires working our way even further back and deeper into the mind. And that's where it all starts and that's where it all ends. And if we could get our attention on that as we act, because the action is important, absolutely. But taking action without understanding how we think, taking action while we're thinking negative is only going to produce negative results. How many times has this happened to you where you're taking an action, but in your mind, you've already told yourself that this action is going to be ineffective. And then you take the action only to make yourself believe that, that, look, I was right. See, I told you I was going to do it, but I knew it wasn't going to work. And then you literally prove yourself right. And that was the whole purpose of you even taking the action to begin with, to prove yourself right so that you could get yourself off the hook from having to continue taking the action. Think about how crazy that is. That is the power of our minds, that whatever it is that we make a decision about, that's what we're going to get. And if we decide that this isn't going to work and we're going to take an action just to prove that we are right, well, that's exactly what we're going to get. But what if we did the opposite? What if you had so much conviction in your heart that you knew that if you were taking the action, it was going to produce a result? What if you knew without a shadow of a doubt that whatever it is that you're going to walk into, that you're going to make happen? 
That is the power of our minds. Take the action, but suspend your disbelief first. And walk by faith. And I promise you, God's got your back. Thank you guys for being on. Love you guys, man. If you haven't subscribed, check us out, man. We're, we're working our way up to getting onto iTunes. Right now, we're in Stitcher. We're in a couple different other platforms. But if you like the podcast so far, please, guys, eh, click like and uh, share this with your friends. Thank you guys for being on.